Don Gerica on SAFM. In a moment, we're going to talk to Henry Cock. He's broken already a Guinness World Record. Uh, he's decided to run a half marathon every single day uh, for over 131 days. 100, in fact, 133, I think, was his target. Currently, he's been doing it for 129 days, according to his website. Let's have a chat with Henry Cock. Henry, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us again. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, day 129, is that right? Yes, only four days to go. Nice. I cannot wait. What does it feel? Next week, I will not have to get up and run. <laughs> What's it like? Oh, first of all, I ask you this every time. How's the body? Uh, the body is sore now. I think like um, I think my mind's kind of clicked that we are mm. in the last week, and I think my body has just like caught up with me completely. So it's tired. Yeah, it's, it's tired, but like it's fine. I'm, I'm not. I don't have any injuries or anything. It's just. Mm. Uh, you're just short of a million bucks for your charity as well. That must feel good. Uh, yeah, it feels amazing. Um, at one stage, I was obviously a bit nervous that we wouldn't get there. Um, but there are a whole bunch of events happening this weekend. Pirates bring a, a run for me, and I'm very confident we'll get to that millionaire mark. Okay, so you decided to run from Cozy Bay to Alexander Bay. I was telling friends about this today when I was leading up to the show, and, there was, and their first question was, why? Why would you do that? So tell us then, please, Henry Cook. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm doing it to raise awareness and funds for mental health. Actually, I put a poll out to the, to the Instagram University just to see what kind of impact it's had on this run. Mm. Um, my sort of goal was that, that if it influences even one person, you know, it's, it's a job well done. Mm. Not only has it, have we raised almost a million rand, but like everyone who's followed or, or taken part in this has just had positive things to say about the impact it's had on raising awareness and all that type of stuff. It started off at a project, as you know, like two years ago with the lockdown and all that, but it's morphed a bit more into uh, an adventure and it's, it's been meaning for a whole bunch of people and a whole lot of people have put their, their, their own time and effort into making it worthwhile for them. So it, it really has like different to what I initially set out uh, your cell phone signal is not great I imagine up near where you are up the west coast Sorry. not many not many aerials what where are you at the moment uh, in Huntclip Bay at the moment I'm not sure if you know where that is just south of Port Nullis it's about 70 kilometers south of Port Nullis so we're about 120 kilometers south of the border okay What's, what is up there not much. <laughs> Mines. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny that you said it's actually probably some of the most beautiful coastline mm. that I've seen. There really isn't a, a lot here. There's the Namaqualand um, National Park, which I was reading up on today, which has something like three and a half thousand um, species of uh, flora yeah. that you can't find anywhere else in the world. Um, it's the biggest. It's the biggest national park of succulents in the world. Mm. It's it's crazy what's out here that you will know. It's where the sort of crossing. We're about ten kilometers north of that. Mm. Okay, uh, I'm just having a look on Google Maps and uh, having a look at Port Norlith, and it looks like the one garage, the one spa. But it must be, like you say, it's it's a coast that hasn't been touched by massive tourists. People don't go out there. It must be a spectacular part of the world. It's it's fantastic. When we came into Hornsup today, uh, we sort of went to the person who's, whose house we're staying in and we mm. said, where do we go and buy food? And they just laughed and they said, did you not bring food? And I, we said, no. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, the closest store is about 
two hours that way. So it's like, oh, whoopsie. Um, so so it's, it's interesting because I thought places like the Trans Sky were remote, but this is, mm. this is far more remote than the Trans Sky. Mm. But, but just as beautiful. Yeah, I, I can imagine. It, you, you've seen... You've seen so many different types of South Africa, from the the really warm uh, uh, Durban, uh, KwaZulu-Natal coast down the south coast. Uh, now you're going up onto the cold side. Have you do you, have you noticed the scenery, or you just head down? I've got to do my run now. No, no, no. I've noticed the scenery. Um, on my Instagram, myself, I'm trying to promote South Africa and tourism mm. in South Africa. I'm trying to take as many photos of the scenery as I can. The, the scenery at this side of the coast is, is a completely different ball thing to the east coast. It's more arid, it's much more sparse. Uh, you know, there's very little water up here, but it's just so incredibly beautiful. You just sort of stop and look. Mm. And thing is, not, not many of my pictures can actually do it justice. It's one of those things where you just got to put your phone and your camera away yeah. and just take it in for what it is. It's so much bigger than a phone can pick up, right? Yeah, it's, it's so much bigger than a phone can pick mm. up. And, and it's just incredible bird life and insects, and you'll never capture all of that on a, on a you, Every afternoon, because it's coming to the house, to try and sit and watch the sun go down and just take it all in, and it's, and it's been amazing. Okay, so last time we spoke, Henry Cock, you were saying that you might just carry on running after you finish the tour once you, you've got up to where you want to go. Is, is that something that you're still thinking about? I think we're going to see how I feel mm. on Thursday morning when I wake up and I don't have to. Yes. And if I go running, then I will carry on running. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to see how my body feels mm. on the Thursday and whether it's it's actively seeking out a run or not. When did it become a chore? When when was it like? All right, I'm doing this for the charity. Let me get going now, as opposed to I imagine at the beginning where you were like, all right, cool, day five, let's go. Um, it's it's still not a chore. I just think it's become more difficult going up this coast right. because we've been jumping around a lot and it is more difficult to get basics and necessities and stuff like that. It just makes every day a little bit trickier. Mm. So it's, it's not that it's a chore. It's like we will wake up in the morning and drive 80 kilometers, but it's not 80 kilometers in one hour. It takes you two hours because it's on a dirt road. Right. So by the time you get in, it's 12 o'clock, and then you've still got to run, and you've got to do lunch and dinner, and you've got to shop and stuff. So it's not so much that it's a chore. It's just that you're on the move so much more mm. that you don't really have a chance to settle. So like your body your body absorbs that. It, you know, when you're sitting in the car for two hours in one position, your knees start to feel it, and your back starts to feel it. So it's just, it's just a combination of all of those days. Um, it's not a chore at, at all. It's just hard at the moment but uh, it's i mean for what it is it's still beautiful and incredible yeah. and i'm still all in for it yeah it's still a great way to spend an afternoon yeah yeah well i mean i'm just still enjoying finding out about south africa we stayed in a place called clarice last night which is in the middle of nowhere and there's an amazing stone that was signed by a whole bunch of the Boer generals and the british generals from the Boer war um the wine farms up in this area i mean mm. we we 500 kilometers north of Town, and I didn't know there were wine farms. We were in Litzville. Litzville is this huge area of wineries, mm-hmm. and and so it's just it's just been really incredible, like finding out more about South Africa, and you get a chance to run around all these towns and see things that you wouldn't see.
Okay, Richard Cock, now that you're four days away, do you, do you see another big adventure or another record that you can break? Is that something you're thinking about while you're doing your half marathon every day? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'm quite keen on doing Cape Cairo, if I can. Right. Um, may, maybe not in the next year. But <laughs> I, I mean, I had, I had big ideas before the lockdown. I wanted to go and do the Seven Summits. And I wanted to go down to the Mariana Trench. I wanted to be the first man, a woman's already done, right. uh, as with this record, um, to be at the highest peak and the lowest point on this. So I've, I've got all these ideas. I think I just need to give my, my body a bit of time off to recover, and mm. then we'll see what's next. Great chatting to you. Congratulations. I'm sure you'll make these next four days and uh, hopefully uh, raise more money. Just remind us again why you're why you doing this. Uh, I'm doing it to raise um, for SEDAG, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. Um, we're trying to raise a million rand and we're on 950 and people can donate or follow www.runhenryrun.co.za All right, you were breaking up there. I'll give those details again. Henry Cock, thank you very much. Uh, record already, Guinness record holder for running a half marathon every single day. He's going to do, what, four more days? 133 he wants to do. Run from Cozy Bay all the way around to Alexander Bay on the Namibian border. 2,800 kilometers. You can find out more at runhenryrun.co.za.